listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 16th of June 2021. Later, Australian shares hit yet another record, but the real test could be tomorrow. We'll explain why in a few moments, but first to the minimum wage, which has increased by 2.5% thanks to the Fair Work Commission to $20.33 per hour. So for the week, it's $772.60. That's assuming a 38-hour week. But that's more than the 1.5% increase in the wage price index, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. But still, unions wanted an increase of 3.5%. And the increase awarded by the Fair Work Commission will be delayed for those in some retail jobs to the 1st of September. And for other industries like tourism, aviation and fitness, the increase won't come until the 1st of November. For everyone else, most of the increase will apply from the 1st of July. For more, here is the ACTU President, Sally McManus. And that's happened because of one reason, because unions have been in there fighting for it. We're the only people who've been arguing for fair pay increases for working people The employers argued for increases uh, that would mean wage freezes or wage cuts, and that was supported by the federal government. However, the Commission has also put a delay on the increases for certain sectors, uh, like fitness and like tourism and like retail. We are very disappointed that they've decided to delay those increases, in particular for retail workers. Retail workers are essential workers who worked all the way through uh, the pandemic. Some of those workers uh, work for very, very profitable companies that actually had record profits during the pandemic. There is no reason, in fact, it is unfair to delay those increases for those workers. Sally McManus there from the ACTU and the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry uh, says it'll cost businesses in Australia $3.6 billion per year as a result. Now, business groups wanted a 1.1% increase because of the benefits being seen when you consider the increase to the superannuation guarantee from July the 1st and changes to income tax. For more, I spoke earlier with the Chief Executive of AI Group, Innes Willocks. Ennis, is 2.5% too high for business to handle? And if so, why? This is a very dangerous decision uh, that the Commission has taken. It's flirting with people's jobs. It's flirting with people's employment prospects. It is too high. We've had the equivalent of 4.6% now increase in take-home pay of those on the minimum wage in the past year. Why is it too high? It's too high because many businesses in the sector's that are being asked to pay this are the least able to pay it. Uh, Those across tourism, hospitality, accommodation, other sectors of the economy which have been battered by COVID are now being asked to pay more. And it's going to mean that uh, those businesses are going to have to make hard decisions around not just their survival, but the employment of others. I guess those businesses that you mentioned, the increase will be delayed to either September or November. Does that not ease the burden? Um, That's not far away at all. The last increase from last year's minimum wage increase came through in February. So there's not much of a gap there. Um, And, you know, we're in a situation where uh, many businesses are still facing the prospect of further lockdowns. We have border closures and the like, which are really impacting them. They're not going to go away overnight. So 
We don't know if our recovery overall is sustainable yet. It's being driven by government stimulus uh, and a lot of these employers uh, are going to find it very, just very hard to stomach. And you're quoted as saying uh, this move is tempting fate. How and what do you think it'll mean for the economy and ultimately jobs? This, this move is tempting fate with people's jobs and their employment prospects and the survival of many businesses. It's asking businesses to pay well above inflation and to pay by far the world's largest minimum wage at a time when big parts of our economy are still struggling. Uh, this will do nothing to create employment or jobs growth or investment. In fact, it'll do exactly the opposite and it'll just make doing business harder for many businesses working across the hardest hit parts of the economy. Innes Willock there from AI Group to the Australian share market now, which rose by 0.1%. The S&P ASX 200, 7386. That's a record high. The Commonwealth Bank hit a record too, but the miners fell. For more, I spoke earlier with Francesco de Stratus from All Francesco, Minute. the market hit a record today, but then lost a lot of those gains. What moved the market? Yeah, look, surprisingly, we were a bit stronger um, uh, on opening and uh, um, since about 11 o'clock, it's tended to drift lower. Look, um, we, we disregarded the, uh, the negative lead from overseas and we saw energy stocks, banks, um, you know, some of the utilities and healthcare stocks being stronger. Um, resources or material stocks um, uh, were weaker, along with uh, the tech sector. Look, overnight, we saw oil prices higher. Commodity prices across the board came off. Now, this could be partly due to uh, China looking to reduce stockpiles. Uh, obviously, if they're um, reducing their stockpiles, they're not buying our commodities, so that will bring prices back. Um, so, look, looking at the market, the energy sector is the strongest uh, today and uh, the resources sector is the weakest. So uh, I, th- I think that's just mirroring what, what's happened to prices overnight. Uh, the week's big event, though, is the US Federal Reserve meeting. I think we're going to get some details tomorrow. What are you expecting to come out of it? Yeah, look, we've seen in the US, not just in the US, across the world, um, I suppose a, a, a twin-pronged approach at uh, um, you know, reducing our economic exposure to the COVID crisis, and that's you know, central banks with uh, expansionary policy uh, and, and you know, governments with expansionary fiscal policy. So there's a lot of money being thrown at the problem. Throw in there, you've got COVID vaccinations coming across major economies in the world. So I think the major concern we're waiting for is to see what inflation numbers are and seeing what the Fed talks about and, and, and uh, uh, what their impression of the, the inflation numbers are. If, uh, if they see that the inflation is becoming entrenched we're probably going to start seeing them taking their foot off the accelerator. Um, they probably won't put their foot on a brake, but taking their foot off the accelerator. And that could ch- start some changes uh, in, in yeah, global markets as well. What kind of changes and how will it potentially affect the way you're investing? Yeah, look, if you know, we start to see interest rates rise across the world, and we'll start to see a shift in asset classes. We'll start to see some money coming out of resources and going back into interest rate security. So uh, probably a little bit of a shift. Um, I think initially when the markets um, uh, will have a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, we'll probably see the market pull back a little bit. I don't know when this is going to be. Uh, but, you know, there's a bit of concern that the second half of this year could see uh, markets either be flat or slightly lower. All right, and what areas or sectors do you like at the moment and why? Yeah, well, look, I mean, just on the back of the last night, you know, the energy sector, I think um, oil prices 
Uh, whilst I don't see a great deal of growth in them, I think they can maintain these levels. Um, and a lot of your big uh, energy stocks like Woodside and Santos, very strong cash flow. So I think that will support them. Um, so I, I still like uh, the healthcare sector for growth as well. Um, on the flip side for defensiveness, uh, despite uh, you know interest rates potentially rising, I still like infrastructure, their debt profiles. Uh, they've taken out very, very long-term uh, you know, uh, bonds. So uh, I don't think they'll be impacted a huge amount by any rises in interest rates. Um, and on the back of that announcement from the Chinese, you know, I expect potentially a little bit, little bit of weakness in um, you know, broader commodity prices. Francesco Destratus there from Audbinet. Don't forget you can listen to SBS on the Money as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, the SBS radio app and Spotify. And for more on the money, watch it during SBS World News 6.30 weeknights. I'm Ricardo Gonzalez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram along with TikTok at Business Ricardo. This SBS on the Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. (laughs) 